Two baseless claims are bi-weekly casual talk fest with topics and stories that we've stumbled upon in our lives, uh, but we're always open for more topics, so go ahead and engage with us on Twitter or on this video or SoundCloud or wherever it's posted. Engage with us, please. <laughs> become engaged yep. to me. And please. Uh, please become, I'm like those weird people on Facebook who just message every girl. This. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I derail everything I'm a part of. No, 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 no. So here's the thing. Me and you, we cut off Taylor a lot, a lot, like an obscene amount, and we got to stop doing that. So Taylor, you have the floor. Okay. So yeah, if you if you have a topic like how much these two talk over me or how much I don't talk enough, uh, go ahead and let us know and we'll talk about it in the next podcast. Uh, and without further ado, the people in this podcast, to my right is Tori Thompson. He is a video editor and content creator yeah. who does just a whole smorgasbord of things. From I, I do, a buffet. A buffet, if you will, yeah. from weddings to video game you content. You look like you've done a buffet. To... <laughs> I'm a big boy. <laughs> Absolute unit. <laughs> to uh, video documentary and so on and so forth. To my left is Tyler Matheson. Hasn't done jack shit. I was just going to say, <laughs> don't give me an intro. I've done jack shit. Nah, he's an audio engineer. And, and uh, I hate myself. Oh, no. no. Aspiring the, audio engineer. <laughs> <laughs> just such a like. What a douchey thing to say. <laughs> yeah, something about that is just so like demeaning. I, an aspiring <laughs> app creator. We're, we're already fine. going back on no, our word. you're fine. You're fine. It's, it's fun, happy banter. Um, he is an Agadio engineer uh, who makes the podcast sound all beautiful and stuff. Damn. Yeah, and we then... We've got to have nicknames for everyone. Gaudio himself, Tyler Matheson. Gaudio. Laugh track. We're no, clap track. We're not putting... <laughs> applause. Studio applause. We're not putting that in. Taylor, put it in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, my name is Taylor. I am also a video editor and content creator for just all a whole butt fuck ton of stuff. Yeah. Uh, mainly, I'm doing tempo storm work right now, but you can find all my personal projects and stuff on YouTube and in the descriptions wherever this video and or podcast may be posted. Hello. Hello. How is everybody? I'm good. How are you? I wanted to interject when I know you did. When uh, <laughs> it's pretty when hard you were to saying, resist. If you think I don't talk enough, I was like, no one's ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> you start talking, and people are like, let's wrap this up. Thanks, Tyler. Um, so uh, wow, this is sad. What'd you guys do today? What did I do today? Yeah, just, uh, to, just to get the get the blood flowing on the on the topic. I mean, mine is mine is pretty boring. I just had some I had class class all day, and then I came home and I. Straightened up my house. I I swear to God, I thought you were going to say I stroked my dick. You, you started with the S sound. And I was I was hundred immediately. You're like, that's the only thing you can do. The shaft. Yeah. <laughs> I am I am my own cock tease. How about you, Tyler? How was your day? I recorded some people early in the morn at like one in the morning. Oh right. And um, then I got little to no sleep, and then I went to work, and a couple of my topics revolve around that. All right, and great. that's all I did today, and then I came here to just utter disappointment with yeah, you, too. that's about how it goes. How, what'd you do today? I edited some stuff uh, for Tempo before I came over here. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of going backwards. Um, I had an appointment in the cities again today, and then the morning, I kind of played video games and just talked to a bunch of people, like logistical stuff um i caught up on uh, my D, D server that i'm part of and uh just talked to some people never never played D. &D. it's real good is it yeah i want to play so i want to play too oh, we should do we should do a thing we we should start a what a campaign yeah we we could we honestly could do like a D. &D how many show. people do you need for a because i feel like campaign. you need to have close friends because you need to be able to like Close good friends. Not be worried about doing yeah. like a character, like yeah. all right, I, I'm my little dwarf druid or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. And then you got to you got to be able to be like, I'm gonna get into this. I'm gonna do a voice. I'm gonna do the whole the whole and nine yards. And that's the beauty of D and D. You don't have to do that at all. It's just it just you know supplements it. Like that's we have a, we think, have a player yeah. in our campaign who doesn't do the voice. Uh, she just says like my character says this, and that's their way of role playing. Um, so that's the, that's just about D and D. You can play it however you fucking want to. What a and lame way to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> and come and, on, dude, they're not even married. <laughs> like when God's watching, you gotta. 
right. Anyway, let's move <laughs> on. Very nice in the bedroom. And for uh, the amount of people that you need for a campaign, we could easily do a campaign just campaign just the three of us. Uh, our DM would have to kind of, you know, shape the campaign around that. Just like three people, but it's definitely doable. Could we go through the woods in search of a dragon? Yeah, absolutely. I'm a in. small campaign. Then I'm in. Yeah, we could we could do a one shot campaign for like a video. That'd be fun. How about twelve shots campaign? Okay, where we we, we get liquored up. We get liquored up <laughs> real good. One shot tea. This is gonna plenty. be a good. Yeah. It's gonna be a good one. You're gonna make one shot Taylor do ten shots. Oh god, I don't <laughs> even want to see that. Taylor, what's your, do you do you have a topic? Uh, well, we're already talking about D and D, and I actually have that down on the topic sheet. Go for so it, we then. Can, we can go for it. I just didn't want to get too sidetracked for like twenty five minutes. Yeah, that'd be that'd be us. <laughs> so you mean this podcast? True, true. <laughs> I don't know. D and D's real fun. Uh, I was invited to this campaign that I'm a part of, and uh, it was like. All right, we've done our character creation, everything. Haha, this is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And then, like, three sessions in, I was like, fuck, why did I not start doing this in high school? It is so much fun. Had you ever played before? We tried as our, like, little nerd group mm-hmm. uh, in high school at, like, lunch, but we were all goofballs and it was, like, an hour of time. So we didn't even get past character creation. We were just being yeah. goofy and shitty. So we never really got anywhere with it. So, how did you get started then? Um, my friend Mitch. Uh, oh, fucking oh. Mitch! Oh, Mitch! Ooh, we got I'm that so sword cool. hanging now, Mitch. In case we ever need quick access to fucking run it. Through Come at us, you. Mitch! I did stay. We have a literal sword. He started this. No, no, Mitch. He sold you out. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Mitch was playing D anD D online. Of course he was. Fucking loser dork. Wow. Uh, he was <laughs> he was playing D anD D online with a group, and uh, just really fell in love with it. So he wanted to do his own his own campaign with uh, some of his other buddies. Are you so? Are you guys doing it online? Yeah. So, oh shit. So that there's this, seems there's a, a website called Roll Twenty, and I'll show it to you real quick. Um, that where, seems counterintuitive, though. No, like I thought so as well. Um, and honestly, I prefer like face-to-face contact for like a game like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the way Roll Twenty works is you do all of your character sheets, all of your like stats and everything are on like a a digitalized version of it. So if you were to like level up and gain a spell, all you have to do is search it and drag and drop it into your character sheet without having to like write down anything. No, I guess or, it like, does calculate anything. That does streamline rolls. a lot of a lot of the stuff. Yeah, but but again, I've never played. I'd rather have an old timey notebook and write down a legal a list pad. of spells. Yeah, and like yeah. you you can do that for Wingardian sure. It just, it just like streamlines everything. So if you look at my character sheet here, um, holy if, shit! If I was to roll like like Mitch can be like, we'll set up a an example like. Uh, I am running through the woods chasing after a bandit. Yeah. And Mitch is like, you have two choices. You can either continue on foot or do some sick trick off of a tree and catch him off guard by cutting him off. Yeah. You can parkour. Yeah. uh, Hardcore parkour. And normally... Roll. (laughs) And normally, like, you can just come up with these on your own. Mm -hmm. You can just be like, I want to go after the perpetrator and, like, do a sick flip off of a tree. And then Mitch, as the DM, can decide what stat that would be. So I'm just assuming it would be an athletics check for that, right? So on roll 20, I just scroll over the word athletics on my character sheet, click it, and it rolls it for me. And then Mitch can check his numbers out and see if that roll succeeds. So there's no, like... It's a lot more complicated than I originally thought it was going to be. Yes, but it's not as complicated as looking at your character sheet, seeing a number, grabbing that many dice, rolling them, and then figuring out That's what fair. DM rolls and everything. It yeah. just kind of streamlines the process. And then we all talk on Discord. Oh, um, right, yep. I like, mean, you, you could just do it face-to-face, but with this. Yeah, with this, because we have one player that's That would in, be fantastic. Yeah, we have one player that's in California who hangs out with us regularly for our D&D session. Cool. And I, th- that's the group that Mitch initially uh, started playing uh, D&D with was uh, a group predominantly out of California. I had I had one like trial session when I was going to play a dry run if you will. A dry yeah, a dry spell. Uh sorry, dry run. Um <laughs> and it was it was my one of my good friend's brothers. Um and this was like long time ago, I was probably in like 5th or 6th grade. Mm. And uh the brother was maybe, you know, a sophomore or junior in high school. And him and all his friends were going to play, and we're like, oh, like, let us play and stuff. So we spent 
probably three hours creating characters. Um, and then when we were playing, every time we did something, they'd just be like, so we stumble into this old tower. There's a man sleeping. He's the man who killed Jason's wife or whatever. And I'd be like, I run in and I stab my sword up his ball or like <laughs> up his butthole and it like comes out his mouth. And they're like, Come on, come on, dude. You can't do like don't do that, man. Like, come <laughs> yeah. on. Like they're trying to play it so seriously. And I was like, and then I jump out the window and I scuttle off and I laugh. And they're like, dude, come on. Yeah, like some, some Roll DMs. for scuttle and laugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they kicked us out. Um after we created the characters, they kicked us out in probably like 25 minutes. Yeah, they're like, like, you guys can't do this with us. I was like, fuck. Some campaigns and some DMs will let you do that and just let sh- just shit happen, right? Uh Mitch is uh really thoughtful and creative in his story so we're really indulging in it and we're not trying to be you know i disagree with that i think mitch is a piece of shit yeah oh guys you've never met you heard me mitch you've He's never met my him. least favorite and person I, and i won't no Anyway, no. You won't. <laughs> no. Just he's click. he's really pull built. out a detonator. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Mitch. <laughs> he's 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 uh, probably freaked out on the toilet right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, he he set up a really cool world and and storyline uh, with a bunch of really neat characters to like kind of mesh with our own. Yeah, like uh, my character, we we met up with this uh, this like tyrant queen who was stealing children for like a workforce or whatever right and uh she was a fucking badass and we couldn't touch her and uh she came over to my character specifically she gave everybody a curse but she came over to my character and like grabbed my head and just like kind of did this number and then my eyes like got like fucked up with Mm -hmm. like a curse and now my character has a removable eye that I can just like take out of my face and like throw and like see where it goes, like through the eye and everything. Weird. That's it's fucked up. It's pretty neat. So you can that really do cool. anything. Yeah, that's you, cool. You can literally do anything. Like, it, it's a game of imagination for imagination. As gay as a tagline as that is, I feel like that's because um, you know it's very much stigmatized as being like the really nerdy thing to mm-hmm. do. But I feel like that's a really good test of um, creation. I mean, we just we talked about. Um, last episode about how like i feel like school kind of breeds out creativity and they try to kind of get rid of it but i feel like that's a really good test of like this is you are creating this world from the ground up right now like there are some basic lore things you can follow and everything but like depending on who you're playing with if they don't care like you can kind of do anything exactly from what i've you know from what i've heard and everything so i think that's a really interesting you know sort of dynamic where it's just Mm -hmm. a bunch of friends like let's all be really creative and play off each other yeah it's it's, kind of you know, it. the more I think about it, the more it feels like those playground days where you were just coming up with random shit on the playground and running around. Like, I'm a cowboy, and yeah. I have a big shotgun that can... I have a shield. Yeah. It's you, have that, you have that one douche who's like, no, no, you didn't hit me. You didn't hit me. It went no, past no, I mean, me. Yeah. yeah. I, it brushed yeah. my I shirt. Had a, I had a metal leg, so it doesn't even affect me. It's it kind of like that, but more structured and with dice. Oh, I'm out. Dice, <laughs> dice, dice freak me I'm out. I'm a cards man for life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there there are other uh, role-playing games with different things than dice. Like, there's a, a game called Dread, where you use a Jenga tower. Are you Judge Dread? No. Damn. <laughs> Sly Stallone, come on the podcast. I know you're watching. <laughs> so, uh, in Dread, I played a campaign <laughs> of Dread uh, not too, too long ago. Do you know Corey Fern? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, he was running that one. And it's... Uh, Dread is a, a horror RPG where, like, you know, your characters are in, like, a horror movie scenario. And every time you want to do something, you pull a piece of the Jenga tower out. And if you fall, if the tower falls, your character dies. That's really, that's it's actually, so, that's really interesting. It's so stressful. Like, that's, like, using the, the literal, like, I say game mechanics and that seems like a video <laughs> game thing. But it's, like, using the actual, like, real world mm-hmm. mechanics and physics of that to instill real tension and fear yep we had that's actually what a good idea it is so so clever that's good we had a moment in that campaign uh it was kind of like a saw scenario where we're all like in a trap and like just fighting for our lives or whatever where we were all getting pulled in towards a singular saw blade and each time you pulled uh one uh cory made this like you pull back and just like out of the reach of the saw for now but it keeps pulling and like we did that around the circle of like six people and like 
for some fucking reason, we all turned into Jenga gods. And we were at that <laughs> when one you're fighting tower. for your life. Yeah, we were yeah. at that one tower. I shit you not for 20 minutes. Damn. And every time someone placed a, like, pulled it out, it was silent, right? Yeah. It's just, it's just silent. Someone should have had a saw silent. blade, like, audio clip just <laughs> running the he entire did. time. He did. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's um, good. So, like, you know, we're just pulling it out. It's silent. It's silent. It's silent. It's silent. And then as soon as it, like, leaves the tower and it stands up, people were like, <laughs> yeah, know, they, like all the noises were happening. I was like, shh, 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 shh. and then you carefully place it on top and then people lose their fucking minds as the yeah. next person has to go. Oh, it's nuts. Yeah, I have. I, I feel like I really missed out on. Yeah. On tabletop gaming. Me too. Honestly, there's so many. Good it's tabletop it's games. such a classic thing to do. Yeah. Have um, you ever played Settlers of Catan? No. Let's just do a board gaming shit on the on the channel. Like every yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'd do that. Yeah, let's do I it. I would do it absolutely. We we'd just set up the up camera. A, do yeah, we'd have to come up with a camera setup. But I think I have a topic that kind of goes. In here would actually work for yeah camera setup. Yeah, it would. But I I have a topic kind of going along with that that whole like horror thing, uh, which is what is the scariest thing that has ever happened to you? Are we talking like jump scary or just just terrifying? Fear, all just of the moment above. of the fear, moments of like pure fear. <laughs> I had one the other day. It's not the scariest one, but uh, uh, I don't keep the light on in my computer room when I'm editing at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and one night I was just you know editing along or whatever, and I caught a glint of something under my desk, mm-hmm. and I kind of like did this number, and then I saw two like globes like just staring at me, yeah. and I freaked my shit out, and I was like, oh hi kitty cat, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> he sits on my subwoofer under the desk, and like I should have known it was him like right away, mm. but for some reason just seeing two like yellow Cause, globes cause he has, like shine, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 it yeah, just yeah. freaked me out. But that's definitely not the scariest thing that ever happened to me. I'm just I'm just a jumpy person in general. Like in PUBG, um, like Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, I'll be running around in the world or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'll get shot at from the middle of nowhere, and I'll fucking jump in my chair. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. Um, somebody else go first. I, you, I really, you need to think about this. Yeah, I need to think about this. Do you have one prepared? Yes. Do okay, it. go because I, then I, I have. I have two. I think one of them you might have been there. I don't remember if it was you or someone else. Um, but it must have been middle school ish let's say let's say seventh or eighth grade and i was walking around my suburban neighborhood at night and it was me my buddy lucas and either tyler or some other friend and we're walking um there's kind of like you know we were walking around like my block my, my suburban block and as we were rounding we were kind of like the furthest point from my house and this car is slowly slowly driving behind us like Staying Shit. right behind us, but driving, and not like suburban streets. So they they weren't going like 25, 30 miles an hour. They were going like, you know, barely pulling their foot off the brake to creep forward and stay behind us. And we were we kind of noticed it, and we were like, okay, we should, we should just like run forward for like we should all just sprint for a little while and just get like way ahead of oh, this car. No, I don't like this. Oh, and and the headlights were off. And it was like the middle of the night. Oh, I don't like this. And the, so the headlights were off, and then. So we were like, okay, one, two, three, go. And we all just sprinted <clears throat> and the cars, uh, the car just speeds up and stays at, at, at its like distance behind us. And uh, we sprinted, I don't even know, I, I couldn't estimate how far, maybe four driveways on a suburban thing, like yeah. four or five driveways. And then we slow down again and it slows down right behind us. And then we're all like. Let's just look back at it. all all three of us. Like look back right and now. So we, we all turn around. We, we all t- <laughs> and they're like that car hasn't been around for fifty years. Whoa! Sorry to derail. No, no, we all we all look back, and the car pulls off onto like the little the the goes into like the white line and just stops because we all stopped walking and looked back at it, and the car just pulled over and stopped, and then we started walking again, and it pulls back off and starts creeping behind us again. And luckily, we had made it to the point where if we ran through that neighbor's yard, it would have connected to my backyard and we could have ran all the way through there. So we did that and the car like pulled up to like to where it could watch us run and like stopped for a little while. And then after we like kind of rounded the corner, we like peeked around my house and then we saw the car like drive off. And it was really, really scary. And I don't know if it, you know, realistically thinking back on it, it was probably just some like 
high school kids playing a prank, thinking they were being funny or Maybe, something like yeah. that. But it was also really creepy because that's the kind of thing you would see in like a horror movie. Exactly. With yeah. People getting kidnapped. That's also something that you would hear like in the fucking news. Yep. Yeah. That's that's spooky, dude. Yeah. Got another one though. <laughs> that was me because I remember jumping your fence. Was it you? Yep. I remember running through the through the backyard and jumping that fence into your house and then going behind your shed. I don't think you remember that because I don't have a fence. The fence of your neighbor's yard, maybe? Nope. Maybe I'm just remembering it wrong. But, but I ran, remember there running. Was, there was like there's like a a wall of like trees that they had. Oh, okay. And we had to like kind of duck under there and crawl. You're thinking of when you broke into the country and climbed the fence. Oh, the wall, if you will. Yeah. Um. That's it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> it's a dumb joke. God damn it. I'm sorry. Okay. Story number two. This was, mm, tenth grade, maybe. Let's say we could drive. So tenth mm-hmm. grade. Mm-hmm. And it was me and my buddy Jordan, and we were at this park called Vermilion, something like that. Yep. It, it, yeah. It's it, it's uh, and we were walking, and there is a mental asylum nearby. Never, which is already creepy. never. And this was start. this was like eleven thirty at night ne- again, mm-hmm. again around the middle of the night, and no one was there, and we're we're coming up, and this is like there's a paved path and a bridge. And then the paved path continues, and there's a bunch of like dimly lit street lights that are kind of like path lights that are that are lighting that way. And most of them were out. Just get out, leave. <laughs> right? It was really scary, but I didn't want to be like my buddy Jordan is like very much a man's man, uh, and I didn't want to like puss out because uh, but otherwise I would have been like, we should go. We we need to go, Rainio. And we were <laughs> like, we were from where we parked. We are on the opposite side of the park right now. And as we're going, we stop at, like, we're walking to the bridge, and there's a light on one side of the bridge, and the bridge maybe goes for, like, 100 feet, or 200 feet, I don't know, I don't know. I don't, I Fuck can't. if I know distance. Couldn't <laughs> tell you, I, I can't just judge a distance by remembering it. Um, and then there's another street light, and that one was, like, kind of doing, like, the, the horror movie the flicker, where it's, it's not, like, off, on, off, it's, like, yeah, it's just, just, like, that perfect amount. And there was no streetlights in between. So we, we, that's, they, whoever was there could see us. And then, so we're standing there and we look off and there's like the shadowy figure that walks into the light, just that little beam of like orange light. And it, it's just a black figure. We can't see, it's just a silhouette. That's racial profiling. I, that's why I had to say silhouette, but I, apparently I couldn't slide my way out of that one. Um, and we just see, like this this figure was not walking it did not walk into the light normally it it was like limped in it was like the this really creepy like monster limp though where it's like it looked like one of its knees couldn't bend and so it was like stumbled with the leg that could bend and then like swung the other leg over like really really creepy and then we see oh my god like it's bringing about I, I don't like remembering this we see the hand kind of drop out, and it's holding what looks like a fucking 12-inch knife, like a big-ass knife. And then we kind of stand, we stopped at the edge of the bridge, and so we're, we're just two, just us on one side, that thing on the other side, and we're just like, what well, seemed like stared at each other for what could have been a year. Like, I had no idea. It, it, it felt like it was so long. And then it takes a couple steps, a couple steps. And then just takes off into a dead sprint at us. It was so fucking scary. We turn, we bolt, we can't even see anything because there's no street lights on anymore. Like they were all they were they were all fucking out for some reason. And we bolt off into this neighborhood and um kind of go into this cul-de-sac area and we didn't know what to do. And there was one person with their garage door open out working on their truck. And we run into his garage and we're like, we're really sorry. We know we don't know you. We're not really from this area, but like there's there's something there we need to we need to get out and we didn't know there was a mental asylum on, on the premises and he's like we we need to get we just need to be around someone right now and he goes yeah 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 uh this it's not safe i wouldn't i wouldn't want anyone to be out there around this time let me hear did you guys park in the parking lot for the, for that area and, I, and we were like yeah yeah we did and he goes okay get my truck i'll drive you back to your car right now we didn't know this guy we had never met him before and we were like yep 
That's the only thing we can do right now is get in that car and get dr- like driven over to our car because we are not going to walk through that park again. And as we're driving, he goes, you boys know I usually carry a gun with me. And I was like, oh, what the God, fuck? he's going to kill us right now. Yep. He's he is that guy's partner. Yep. Yeah, he's that guy's partner. He's waiting to be the good savior guy. And then um, he wasn't. I'm alive. We're good. But it was so scary. And then that's when he explained Tori everything. hasn't been alive for 50 <laughs> years. I just vanish. He, yeah, that's when he, he described, like, yep, there's mental asylum. A lot of people um, have been known to, like, break out and wander the parks. It was really scary. What the fuck? It was, it was terrifying. How do you break out? That sounds like some horror movie shit. How do you Where'd break out? Where do you get the knife? Glass. I, and that's the I thing. It could have been something else, but I could swear to you, like, in my memory, it's crystal clear. And, like, at the time, I wasn't crazy because both of us were like, holy shit, he just pulled out a knife. Like... It was so clear what it was, but I have no, like, I'll never actually know what happened. Ugh. But that was the, that has to be probably the scariest yeah, story. Like, the more I think about it, like, the less I can think Ugh. of scary things that happened to me. Because I just avoid situations like that. I don't go out at night. I just, like, I just, I'm a boring, like, if anyone's like, hey, do you want to watch a horror movie? I'm like, nope, I'm okay. Yeah. Gotta stick to my good Christian values. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Wolf. Yeah, I don't like horror movies. I don't like horror games. I mean, I played Resident Evil 7 in VR. That was scary. Yeah, I bet. But not real. Holy shit. That is I'm spooked right now. I'm scared that motherfucker's going to walk around that corner Yep, I'm scared of that every day. Tyler? He's been following you. Jesus shit. Was it you? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I said a big trench coat. Pranked, bitch. Gotcha. <laughs> you, you have so life. much trauma. <laughs> ha ha. I was going to make a joke in the middle of it. I, did, I thought about like interjecting, like, and as soon as you ran away, Logan Paul t- turned to the camera and was like, ha, pranked, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking prank channel. God, that is so I can't even s- think of the name of a prank so channel spooky. right now. Like, the only thing that is mildly comparable was, like, I was like nine I think and I remember hearing noises in a basement with my babysitter and we're like what the fuck was that so Mm -hmm. we stayed upstairs and I was terrified of it and then when my parents come home my dad was like there's nothing down in the basement I'm like he's like there's nothing down there come on he grabbed me and like walked me downstairs and I was just like and then uh, we walked over to where I thought I heard the sound and there was a big scratch on the door but, like, my dad told me that he had done that with the vacuum cleaner oh. the day before. That makes it way nice. more lame. I was like, exactly. oh, shit. Exactly. I was like, eh, it's a big scratch. He's like, I did that yesterday. Stop being scared. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, that's the only thing that I could think of that's comparable. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, a ghost or an apparition or anything like that. I wouldn't as, mind, as, as long, casual as it is. As if long, they're hot. <laughs> yeah, as long as they were like... The ghost is hot, yeah, I'd fuck spirit, it. spirit, right? I don't want to get fucking chased down by a psychopathic murderer ghost. I want to be like, hey, shit, that's a ghost. How you feeling, buddy? And then just have like a conversation. Be, I'm fucking dead, so I don't feel pretty shitty of you to bring up. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, I'm sorry to have offended you. My wife left me. Hypothetical <laughs> hypothetical ghost man, is there any way to like repair this relationship that we're forming? I want to know more about you. I got a pretty mouth, boy. Tyler, <laughs> <laughs> do you have any stories? Uh, I have one that's just like so dumb, but it's so vivid to me because it was the it was like the instant of just like I'm going to fucking die here. Mm-hmm. This is where it ends for me. It was when I was really young. I was probably eight years old, I think. And it was at my old house. And I was laying in bed. Like, it was like the middle of the night. It was probably like three in the morning or something. And I had just been kind of like tossing and turning. I couldn't quite fall asleep. And then I had finally fallen asleep. And then I woke up probably 20 minutes later, realistically. And... I move my hand under my pillow to like readjust and I feel something there. And I, it was just like, what is that? What the fuck is that? And then I like am like petrified for like a minute. And then I finally like bulk up the courage of just like, okay, put your hand under the pillow again. Like see what it is. See if you can feel like 
what's underneath there. And then I do it and it's a hand, like it's a human hand. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, like someone is next to me. Like someone is next to me. And then I start, then I'm really quiet. And then I can hear someone breathing next (gasps) to me. Oh God. And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm turned the opposite way. So like, I'm not looking where they're breathing. Like it's behind me. And I'm just like, okay, okay. You're just going to pretend you're asleep and you're going to like turn around as if you did it in your sleep. So then I wait a few minutes and then I like turn around as if I was like sleeping, just doing like a turn. And I turn around, and then there's someone's leg next to me. And I'm like, there's someone laying in bed next to me. Like, there is someone in my bed next to me. They're breathing. And then I'm like, okay, okay, okay. My light is on the other side of the room. So I'm like, I don't know why I thought turning on the light would help anything. Like, I should probably run for the door. Turn it on, they're poof, gone. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, and so I'm like, okay. I wait a couple minutes. I'm like, okay. I do like a countdown for myself of just like, yeah. on three, you're running to the light. You're going to flip it on. And then it was like, one, two. And I jumped out of bed. I ran to the light and I flipped it on and turned around. And it was my mom sleeping in my bed because she worked early mornings. Hell yeah. And her boyfriend what? at the time, who is now my stepfather who lives with us. Hell yeah. The fuck? Uh, he... <laughs> He was over and she worked early mornings and she liked to, apparently, for years she had been doing this. <laughs> she would get out of bed to then go like, to be like, oh yeah, I'm up, I'm going to work. And then she would like take a nap in my bed for like an extra 15 minutes so she could get some extra sleep without being like, someone being like, hey, you're going to be late for work. Hey, you got to get up. You're going to be late for work. Without having that, so she would come into my room and then take like an extra 20-minute nap and then get up and go to work. She had been doing that for years, I found out, and I never knew until that morning. And I was like, what the fuck, mom? You can't <laughs> do that shit. I the, ne- wow. the next time I see Kathy, let me tell you what. She remembers that. She was just like, God, I loved that bed, too. Like, I'm What the fuck? Because it was her old bed oh, that she had. Okay. So she was just like, she's just like, God, yeah, I didn't get to do it after that. Like, I, it was great for years. You just kept sleeping. I never woke you up. And I was just like. That's fucked up. Mom, do you realize that? And she's like, I mean, not really. <laughs> you got to respect it. So spooky. You got to respect it. Holy shit. That was, was that is fucking creepy. Was spooked yeah. to the core. Yeah. Like I thought I was I thought someone had murdered my family and they were going to kill me next, but they laid down for a quick nap beforehand, you know. All that <laughs> as murdering is tired. as serial killers do. I think the other spooky thing that happens to me is Happens. I have a rec- yeah, I have a recurring dream oh, no. every year at about the same time. What? Yeah, it's every December. I get a dream where I'm at my grandma's cabin. And this has probably been happening like every year since I was like 12. Holy shit. Yeah. I don't like this already. Every single year I have this dream in December. And every year I'm like, oh, no, I, like I forget that it happens. Mm-hmm. And then it'll happen again. And I'll wake up just in a sweat. Because it's just like, holy fuck, it's so like vivid. This. I don't like this And it's at all. the same every time. No. So I'm at my grandma's cabin. Yeah. And it's like Christmas time. Mm-hmm. I've never celebrated Christmas at this cabin. Like, never been there during Christmas time. And there's like a Christmas party going on at my grandma's cabin. And how it's set up is there's two floors of it. It's like a cabin that was partially built by my grandpa so the upper floor is kind of like you know constructed really weird where it's just like there's really low hanging ceilings and everything and there's like a weird crawl space in it so we're all doing like a christmas party thing everyone's talking and then there's like christmas music playing there's fucking hors d'oeuvres and i hear howling from outside and i'm i'm kind of closest to the front door Mm -hmm. And this howling just keeps getting closer. And then these eventually it becomes like the party kind of like quiets down and everyone's like, are you hearing that? Like, that's so odd. There's a lot of wolves out or something right now or coyotes. And then as everyone's kind of getting back to the party and talking like these wolves break down the door of the cabin 
and they start eating my aunt. She's always the first one. <laughs> She's always the first one gone. And I don't think I've ever told her this, I but think I've we seen her consciously know how Tyler feels about his aunt. <laughs> I've seen her get eaten by wolves about ten times now. Jesus. <laughs> and uh, I like run up how, these steep stairs. How, I'm sorry. How visceral is the imagery? I'm explain that vocabulary. How real does it seem? Very. How gruesome is it? Um, like, is she getting, is it like, oh no, and then you like look away? Or is it like you see her getting like limbs ripped off by these wolves? Not like shit? limbs ripped off, but it's just like they like bite into her. Like I see her like get bitten into and then I turn and run. And then I go up these like there's these really steep steps that I go to climb up. Like, I don't think you've ever been to my cabin. No. But it's seriously like the staircase because it was built by my grandpa. It seriously is like no joke. Probably what a straight line is a 90 degree angle. Yep. It is no joke. Probably like an 82 degree angle. Yikes. Like it is a fucking ladder more. Yeah. Than yeah. And I like go up these like wooden staircases and I fall and then I like reach up the steps and then I go into this crawl space. And by now everyone in the bottom floor is being shred to pieces and I can hear it. And then I'm like hiding and trying to like cover my breath and everything. So they can't hear me. And then this, like I hear this like kind of scraping going up the steps. And then I'm like hiding behind these like Tupperware crates and everything. And the wolf kind of like walks past, I can see his paws and everything. Mm -hmm. And he walks past and then he walks. And then I like let out a breath and then he like walks back and he turns and looks at me and I wake up. This podcast brought to you by Tupperware. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Every dude. I shit you not. Okay, I used to every subs- year. Are you are you a little kid every time? Yeah. Oh god. God damn. I used to subscribe to the thought that dreams were just random like electrical impulses from your body and your brain just trying to make sense of them while you sleep. But if you have that consistently every single year, that's that theory is fucking gone for me. That is some weird dude. Like that's yeah, it's weird as That's fuck. That's super fucked up. That yeah, is so it's strange. super fucking weird. It's just the, it's the strangest thing, and I I keep trying to like every year when I have it, I always try and think like, wh- like what is this trying to tell me? Like what is the yeah. like, theme behind this? And the oh events that happen God. happen the same way every single time. Yes, because okay, because that's like, I don't I don't necessarily believe in like higher power. We're here for a reason. We're special. All that kind of stuff. But like. There are, well, I mean, that's not the point, but like there are some really <laughs> weird, that is, that is weird. It's, yeah, yeah it's, it's strange. a strange that occurrence. Is, do you, okay, so I've had dreams, like I had a nightmare, you know how you, you have dreams most nights, I would say, but you don't remember them by the time you wake up? Yep. Mm-hmm. I had this dream when I was, I was young, I was really young, and I remember it so clearly. Like, it's one nightmare that I remember so... It's not as, like, real as that. It's, it's like, very much, like, once you wake up, you're like, oh, that will never, ever happen in the history of mm-hmm. anything. Like, yeah. there's not even a slight possibility of it ever happening. But I... It's so weird. That is, like, the one dream that I remember so clearly. And it was... I was... This was still when I was, like... I was young enough where me and my brother were still sharing a room and we had like beds, you know, like separate beds mm-hmm. on, on each side of the room and gay. <laughs> and uh, th- it was like a bunch of like th- they were dressed like Vikings, like Nordic Vikings. And it was just like skeletons that had come back to life and they were like punching through the ground and like ripping out of there and stuff like that. And they were like invading the whole town with like axes and stuff like that. And they came into my house and where I hid was there was a door to my basement open. It was it was in this like the dream takes place in this house and the door to the basement was slightly open. And I crawled up and hid on top of the door. That little thin area. I was like hunched up there like a cat sleeping in the sun. And they were all like running past and like trying to like like break through my house and like look for anyone in the house. And I was like, okay, great. They don't see me. And, and then they saw me sitting up on the fucking little top of the door. So what this weird Viking skeleton zombie thing did 
rip the door off the wall and you're smashing it into the <laughs> ceiling. <laughs> just start smashing. Brutal. <laughs> My God. Just pulverized me. <laughs> that is brutal. And I remember grotesque. I remember waking up and running into my mom's bedroom and like jumping into her bed like in a sweat and crying my eyes out so scared. Yeah. I'm sorry to laugh so hard. No, it's funny but as hell. That, but that imagery. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I think that's another really weird thing about dreams is how like shape-shifting they can be. Mm -hmm. Because like there's no possible way anyone can fit and of any size, even as a kid, that can hang out on top of a door like a cat. I know, right? <laughs> Without breaking the fucking door down. I get it. I know. All right. I'm I'm an idiot. Well, no, I'm just saying. But like, the dreams put you in weird states where like you just can do things in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'll have dreams where I'm in one location talking to like, let's say I had a dream about this set. I'll be talking to Tyler at this set, right? And then I'll look away to do something and I'll look back and it'll be a completely different person. And then I realize my surroundings and we're in a completely different place. Like in the span of just seconds. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Dreams are weird, my dude. I mean, it's, it's like that Inception scene where they're sitting at the cafe or whatever. They're like, how did we get here? You know, yeah. you never start in the beginning. You've seen Inception, right? Yeah. It's like you've ne you never remember the beginning of a dream. You're always just there. They're so weird. They are. They're you, such an odd phenomena, too. Have you guys? Have you guys ever just like seen something? Like you, you see something, and you're so sure you saw like someone creeping outside your house or something like that. Like, yeah. see, or like been walking down the hallway or something like that in the night, and see, like you're so sure you saw something there. Mm -hmm. Like you could have swore you saw like some curtains moving, and you're like, I saw him brush that, and they were moving. Like, you know what I mean? Where it's like. No one was there. There's no way anyone yeah, could have been yeah. there. But you're part of you still like maybe I, it was something. It's a weird thing with your brain. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like trying to understand that portion of it is just like hmm, mm -hmm. I wonder like what made me think of that image or like because there's got to be some something you saw in that day or like something you had seen that had like come back to your memory. <laughs> Sorry, just, I just can't get the smashing out of my head. <laughs> 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 do do do. <laughs> Just fucking. Just Tori's red paste on the ceiling. <laughs> All that uh, remains is like his hair just <laughs> falls like a toupee to the floor. It's like a full wig. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. Oh, man. But yeah, just like dreams in general are like a cool thing to try and think about and like understand is like what, what made us think of this or why did our mind show us? Yeah. this image mm -hmm. because at some point it's like oh it's just like electrical impulses and everything but then it's cool to think of like am i being sent a message from space like, yeah I, I have one that am uh, i picking up radio frequencies that are fucking with my head oh that'd be oh i don't like thinking about that uh, at yeah, all i don't, I don't think like about that. wi-fi maybe it does something no when it's in the air no nope. maybe it reacts to our brains mm -hmm. a certain way nope oh oh i have a dream that i remember yeah uh it's not scary or spooky or anything it's a dream of a better world <laughs> let's recycle guys <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were gonna go on some like, i thought you were today's like, episode is brought to you by recycling like, i have a dream <laughs> yeah. i inventor i thought racism john recycling <laughs> john, <laughs> john, john recycle yeah so uh my dream i had this dream in freshman year or somewhere around there uh no it was my eighth grade year and i was dreaming of my sixth grade homeroom I was just. I thought you were about to say I'm dreaming of my sixth grade teacher. <laughs> like <laughs> hell yeah. No, we're, we're in my sixth grade homeroom, right? And uh, we're just hanging out, studying or whatever. And then all of a sudden, over the intercom, we hear like, "Attention, students! There's an intruder in the blah, right." And we're all like, "What the fuck?" And then I shit you not, Master Chief from Halo <laughs> kicks down the door and is like, "Hey kids, there's some elites in the building." We're like, "Yeah." Master Chief! He tosses you a rifle. He's like, let's pwn some news. He tosses you a fucking, like, energy sword. Literally, yes, that's what happened. Oh my god, yes. And, like, we went around the school just fucking killing aliens. This the sixth grade class. Nice. All of a sudden, the Power Rangers show up and start helping killing the elites or whatever. 
the uh, the Covenant abducted one of my least favorite teachers at the end of the day, so it was a good day. And then the janitor's got a raise for cleaning up all the alien blood. He deserves one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's yeah, just that's... like angrily mopping. I've seen a lot of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like but the... I'll tell you what, this is the shittiest of the shit I've seen. <laughs> it's like one dream that really sticks out to me. Uh, for it still doesn't clean up. It still doesn't even compare to that mess back in 84. <laughs> <laughs> the noodle incident. <laughs> oh, man. I uh, thought that was going to go much scarier. It ended yeah, up being pretty heroic. Yeah, no, it's it was real fun, I guess. It was just fucking weird. Yeah. I don't I don't like scary, so I think I don't know, I don't either. Yeah, I, I hate think scary my brain games, just, I hate scary movies. I think my brain just like actively represses like scary things that have happened to me, yep. so I don't recount them. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. My brain um absolutely represses really embarrassing shit that, that I've done. Too. Because then, like, I'll be showering and I'll just be like shampooing. I'll be fucking singing along, and then all of a sudden, oh god, yeah. I did this in <laughs> yeah. fifth grade. And then you're like, yep, yep. The, why the, the fuck did I do that? My, and then you're like, I wonder if anyone else remembers that. Like, they're in the yep. shower too. They're like, <laughs> remember when that fucking weird kid? <laughs> did that? Yeah, I, I try oh, to. Man. I try to not remember like late eighth grade to late eleventh grade. No, I remember like one moment, like really vividly, that happened in elementary school of just like a panic of just like really embarrassing. Like sometimes it'll come back to me because it's just the most pure elementary thing to do. Like I was at recess in like fourth grade, and this girl that I really had like this huge crush on in fourth grade, like I thought she was so pretty and everything. (laughs) And I was I was hanging out by the slide, like on the top of the slide, like I just climbed up, going to go down the slide or whatever, like hanging out up there, looking around, doing recess things. I don't fucking know what you ever did at recess. Mm-hmm. Really, what was the goal? Like, what was ever your goal? At you were recess? hoping a pretty girl would kick you. My, my school or some had shit. goals, but I'll, I'll get into that later. We were just, yeah, just, I don't know. Recess shit. You know that <laughs> recess shit. <laughs> and uh, Coming this summer. <laughs> and uh, I'm on that platform, and then I don't even remember what she said, but this girl spoke to me. Like, she said words in my direction. <laughs> and, like, I had this moment of, like, freezing of mm-hmm. just, like, is this happening? Mm-hmm. Like, this this girl is speaking to me, and then I was just like, I froze up, had no idea what to do. This girl had just said something to me. I looked at her dead in the eye in just like a shocked look. <laughs> like, just like I looked at her in disbelief as if she had just told me the secrets of the universe yeah. and like my mind couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. I just like stared at her like in a panicked look. And then I just like jumped down the slide. <laughs> I, I said nothing. I did nothing. I literally like looked at her panicked. And then I went down the slide, and I the last I ever spoke of her, like literally oh. never looked at her again. One time I was in fifth grade. I remember it clear as day, Mr. Duncan's class. And in the back of our room. He touched kids. Wow. He didn't. He was a really nice guy. No, nah, he touched kids. His name is Mr. Duncan. Go on. I know you're watching, Mr. Duncan. <laughs> He's uh, like, no. yeah, I got an expansive collection of child porn. In the back of our room. What? Fuck where just he happened. took pictures of you guys? No, nope. Tyler. In the back of the room, <laughs> we, had a, we had a water fountain, and I got up out of my desk and I was walking to the water fountain, and uh, you know it's, it's kind of low. It's made for young kids and stuff like that. So I bend over to get a drink of water. <laughs> the most comical fart <laughs> I've ever had lasted. I swear to God, like eight seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Just I like love a- how farts now, like at our age, like you can fart in class and someone will look at you and they're like, nice. But like, they're just like, I, I, I know that feel, man. They're just, they look at you and they're like, Chipotle. And you're like, you're like oh yeah. But it, and this was like a straight up like. <laughs> and then I like stood up, turned around and everyone in the class was like. staring back at me and then I was like sorry everyone burst out laughing at once and I like I could feel like 
how hot I yep. was from like yep. nervousness mm -hmm. and, and just being so embarrassed. And then just a cherry on top, people like all the guys in class started getting up and coming over to smell it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty gay. <laughs> like if you See, get fucking pink least, eye. At least you did that in fifth grade. Whereas <laughs> I did that in seventh grade. Oh, I, man. I had, like, you know those crates underneath the desk that, like, hold your books? Like, those metal yeah. things underneath the desk? <laughs> I know where you're going with this. I was in class, and I was already a nerdy fuck in seventh grade. Yeah, Tori can attest were. to this. You really was. I was the ugliest fucking kid. <laughs> I was just ugly like i'm not even saying that it's like oh i was an ugly kid ha 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 i'm not listeners. joking he was ugly i was ugly yeah for our audio listeners tori just about threw up his yeah I almost, I almost i almost just puked. like when i said the word ugly he remembered what i looked like and he yep. was just like yeah wireframe glasses that short hooter, hooter shirt you wore every day thinking it was hot shit oh, bermuda yeah. shorts okay bermuda shorts and uh i had like fucking bent over to pick up my history textbook underneath <laughs> the crate. Like, I was just sitting up, and then I, like, bent over, and then just fucking <laughs> let Sorry. loose the biggest fart this side of the Mississippi has ever heard. I'm pretty sure it fucking caused an earthquake <laughs> in Japan. Like, this shit not only caused an earthquake in Japan, it caused an earthquake in, like, 1884. Like, it went back like time. <laughs> A wrinkle in time. The loudest <laughs> summer. It was the loudest fart. And I'm not even saying that as, like, oh, it's my embarrassing story, so I gotta hype it up. It was so loud. The class stopped. And it was so loud that even the teacher made fun of me. Oh, no. Mr. Writer, I remember. No! Mr. Ryder? Mr. Ryder even stopped and he was like laughing at me. <laughs> he then stopped the class to make fun of me. He stopped oh, the class man. to then like sympathize with the girl who sat behind me. <laughs> wow. And like she was so nice about it. Like she like never brought it up. We went to high school together and everything. Like we talked sometimes in high school. Mm -hmm. She was so nice to where she never brought it up ever again wow. and like every time i talked to her i had that thought in my mind of like <laughs> she, <knows>. she probably <laughs> yeah, literally like, she knows she knows <laughs> oh my god you have so, to tell me off air who that was <laughs> wow. it was bad i rem it was so because like was sometimes i'll think of the yeah oh, absolutely fuck, dude. No, no. yep <laughs> woof it was bad That's holy so shit oh god Farts, man. Like something, something about them. It's just so. Yeah. Whereas now I can be like, if I'm like sleeping in in a bed and I'm like with someone, like a significant other, I'll Dutch oven this shit up. Exactly. <laughs> then I can like intent. Like, oh fuck. Oh fucking yeah. I'm gonna fart even if it's a, like a first date. I'm farting under the covers and I'm like trapping them <laughs> in that shit. Like how early on now? I'm just okay with like, look, we're watching a movie at my house. We ate, we ate some Papa John's. I'm going to fart. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's going to happen. Let's just, get this out of the way now. If you're not cool with it. I wasn't cool with this for the longest time, but now I'm so comfortable with just like at anyone's house. I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to go take a shit. Like, yeah, I, absolutely. You were really against that for a long time. <laughs> oh, yeah. For the longest time. And then I kind of realized, like, I had a fear of public bathrooms. Not like being in one, but it was yeah, just like too. if I had to poop, I was like in high school, I was leaving to go home yep. to poop. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was driving home. Like, I told my English teacher You did not times, live close. No. I told my English teacher, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go home and poop. I'll be back. <laughs> and then she was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Uh, before I came here to the podcast, uh, Jay and I had dinner, and uh, we're cuddling on the couch. And, they and were, you pooped on no, her. No, and they were like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom, get off. And I'm like, you know, in a joking manner, I was like, no. And they like cuddled in closer, and then they ripped the tankest fart. On yeah, me. hell yeah. Yeah, it made me real mad. And then you gotta I, watch out for pink eye. I I sat up <laughs> tumors. I sat up in a dejected manner, like fine, fucking go. And as they were shimmying past me, they farted again in my face, <laughs> and then moved on. I was, I, I, love I was walk so mad. I am I'm still mad about it. I like 
walking upstairs in front of people. He's crop dusting the <laughs> shit out of him. <laughs> Why are we talking about this? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. I don't know. Really embarrassing shit, like, stopped kind of in, like, senior year of high school. Yeah. Like, things stopped being because embarrassing. You just own it now. <laughs> yeah, because then you just knew to own it, and then no one would ever bring it up. Because I remember, like, walking up the stairs and doing the stereotypical nerd thing. Like, I didn't have my backpack, and I tripped up the step, and yep. everything yep. just fucking flew all over the place. And all I did, I seriously, like, I just looked at it, and I was like, I can either be nerdy as fuck, or I can just own this. You're like, oh, my calculator. Then, yeah, no. And then I just, like, crawled, like, to where all the papers were, and I just, like, laid on my yep. back yep. in all of the papers, and I just, like, laid there for, like, 20 seconds, just, like, defeated. I, I had a similar experience. Uh, I was walking home from my Japanese class on campus. You fucking weeb. Yeah. There was a... Uh, uh, they had Japanese? Yeah. They still do, I think. Are Japanese people still a thing? Anyway. I thought we got rid of them. Anyway, um, there was a a path in the snow. <laughs> oh, no. Twice. V-Day, boys. God, I love America. Fucking hell. Explosive um, victories, to say the least. There was a path in the snow, <laughs> and I was walking through it, and I slipped and fell on my back, and it was during mingling, like, class change period, right? So everyone's outside and stuff, right? Uh, and I slipped and fell on my back. And I just started just started maniacally laughing and looking up at the sky. And some dude bro was like, hey, man, you all right? I'm like, yeah. I love Suicide Squad. What? <laughs> what? The, the scene of the Joker just like laying down amongst the knives and maniacally laughing. Oh, my God. The that, worst scene. Dude, that was, the, that was a bad movie. I haven't seen it. I probably won't see it. Do yourself a favor and don't. Yeah, don't. It's... Not even like enjoyably bad. It's See, just that's bad. the thing it's about fundamentally me not watching bad. movies either. Like, if a movie comes out that everyone's hyped for and it sucks, I never saw it in the first place. Except if it's Star Wars. That. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't. I I, I want to watch more movies. We should go out and watch movies together. Yeah, there's nothing good out right now. Right now, nothing. No. Well, I guess it is after the Oscars. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but we will. Who are, who are we'll go the, see some of the big winners. The Shape of Water won uh, best film, but or, I or as Twitter called it, Grinding Nemo. I, I, <laughs> that's good. I haven't seen it, but I know it's about fucking fish. I very much disagree with that. It was like an okay movie, okay, and it won like everything. I read oh. something today. Dude, I I want to cut in really quickly because I read something today yeah. that explained a lot of like it put things into perspective when we talk about movies and you're like no i disagree i didn't like that like i don't think it excuses it or whatever because i'm more of like i read something where someone said the the meaning behind the movie doesn't excuse the execution of it like yeah just because something had great meaning okay doesn't yeah. it doesn't excuse the execution of like how poorly it could have been done yeah and then i like sat and i thought on it and i was like yeah, because when I think of movies, I don't even really remember, like, specific scenes or anything. It's more of just, like, what I was left with. And then I think, like, oh, yeah, I get the meaning behind that. And I don't really think of it as, like, the actual picture that I just saw. Yeah. Whereas, like, when you do it, you're more of, like, no, this is the movie that I just saw. Yeah. Like, this is the I, picture of... I look at a lot more of, like, the the technical side the of technical it. technical stuff. Whereas, too, yeah. yeah, I'm not... <clears throat> I'm not, like, attuned to, like, and it's not even, like, being attuned to it. It's more of just, like, oh, this is, like, it's not necessarily about the movie that I'm watching. It's more about, like, okay, what does this, like, mean to me? Right yeah, now? yeah, yeah, yeah. So and it's more of just, like, so when we disagree on things, that kind of put it into perspective for me. It's just, like, oh, okay, now I kind of see that point more. It's, like, yeah, I saw the meaning, but then if I think about it, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was poorly executed and... But I can get over it, whereas I think you look at it and you're like, no, that doesn't excuse it. Like, yeah, yeah the meaning yeah. was great, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm in the same boat as Tori. Yep, I'm in the same boat as Tori uh, where I like to really, you know, break whereas down. I just like, yeah, I just like applying it to, like, every other thing and thinking about it like a different, like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And then I can kind of take that and bring it here, whereas, like, I don't even necessarily think about the movie that mm -hmm. I saw afterwards. It's more of just like... Oh, yeah, like, I mean, this is a really cool thought. Yeah, this is what it meant or something like that. This is what they were going for or something yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've rambled on for an hour. We have. It was fun. 
It was. So it about, was scary. Yeah, we talked about spooky things. We talked about dreams. Yep. D and D, and then movies. And movies. It seems seems like a typical podcast for us, just talking about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just. Yeah, it was it was a good time shooting the shit. Yeah. And that. Well, it's this, about wrap up time. Yeah. So. <laughs> our timer is going off. Bazinga. That's our timer. There we go. Okay. Now it's Signal. about wrap up time. It's, it's it's the call of the end times. Yep. <laughs> the call of the end times. That's the what horn we're here when the, the world is on fire. Yep. Yep. Well, this has been baseless claims, uh, our biweekly casual talk fest. Like I said earlier, again, if you have a topic that you want us to talk about, go ahead and leave it down in the description below on this YouTube video, or a comment on SoundCloud, Google yeah. Play, wherever you can find it, wherever you're listening to it. We appreciate it so much. Absolutely. We Every... invite you to be a part. Exactly. Of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be kind of sitting here with us. It's like yeah. you're talking. Yeah. yeah. You're, and you're we shooting just... the shit with us. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't be talking. <laughs> Maybe you don't want to, like, you're have You're going to seem like a crazy person in your yeah. car. <laughs> so when we... someone drives up next to you, they're not just like, what the fuck are they doing? We adore. So sorry, Taylor. <laughs> it's okay. We adore every interaction that we have. Absolutely. Whether it be, you know, in comments, you know, or anything like that. But especially on Twitter, we. We get really into Twitter. Uh, you can see the whole Zodiac Killer saga if you go to our Twitter. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> if you follow us I on Twitter and everything. There's no secret. Hey, FBI, we know who the Zodiac Killer is. Thank you for watching or listening. Thank you. 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 Thank you.